Welcome to episode 11 of season two of the Serendipitous Rebel podcast. Hi, I'm Wendy Guth, and I'm so excited to share with you my conversation with Christine Goad, a female entrepreneur on an amazing journey with a number of purposeful pivots under her belt. To share with you, Christine is the Surfing Your Edge coach. She helps women over 40 break out of their reality-sized version of themselves so they can live the bigger, bolder, and more badass life they know they were born for. And let's face it, if it includes a little surfing and beach, hey, God, that sounds even more amazing. <laughs> She's also the author of the memoir, Your Mileage May Vary, and the creator of the Surfing Your Edge Experience and Bigger, Bolder, Badass, a six-month adventure to help you fall in love with life and be the you you were always meant to be. So join me in welcoming Christine, and I look forward to hearing what you think about today's episode. Welcome to the Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is for the adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs just like us. And just like you, we're trying to figure shit out. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Serendipitous Rebel podcast on purposeful pivoting. I'm Wendy Guth, and I'm super excited to be here today with Kristen Goad. And we are going to talk about actually a couple things with regards to pivoting. Well, I'm dropping the hint, and I and I'll, and and I'll do a little bit of an introduction. And yeah, I'm really excited. We've known each other on the online space for a few years now. You know, I think it's longer than I think mm -hmm. because I think it was before I moved to Guantanamo, wasn't it before I moved it to Guantanamo was. Bay? Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a while now. Yay. This is sort of the teaser. We've both end up almost neighbors, pretty close in Southern Maryland. Wow. Anyway, I know that you, I did the introduction that led up to the start to this podcast of Kristen, but I wanted to share with you all just a few things. I love asking what five hats do you wear? And Kristen's response was coach, dog mom, writer, baton twirler, which I think is so beyond phenomenal. And I think you have a story about that, that I do recall re reading something about very recently and environmentalist. Yes. And also the founder of Surfing Your Edge Coaching, I think is amazing. And, and it's actually surfing has been, we've talked about this. Surfing has been on my bucket list for a number of years now. And one of these days I am going to down to, is it Panama or Nicaragua? Panama. And we're going in 2023. So I can give you the dates. Okay. <laughs> You know what? You will give me the dates because I'm actually really interested in, yeah, I, I, I've always wanted to surf. And I think that your message is really incredible about helping. Let's see. I actually wrote this down so I'd get this right. Helping you live the bigger, bolder, badass life you were born for, which I'm all up for that. <laughs> I think you do a pretty good job of it yourself. 
Well, thank you. Thank you. It's a mutual admiration society. How did you get started in the online space? That's pretty funny. I, for 10 years, was the, basically, I ran the business side of an artist's business in North Carolina. She uh -huh. was a, she's an artist and a children's book illustrator and author. And I did the behind the scenes stuff so that she could do her art. So for 10 years, I helped her, you know, figure out how to do all kinds of different things, like how to get a book translated into Spanish and made into a coloring book and how to <laughs> put out a card deck with a, you know, a little accompanying book, you know, like a divination mm -hmm. deck, just how to create an app back before apps were, you know, something you could do pretty quickly and easily. So I spent 10 years helping her figure those things out and really starting to recognize my skills in helping other people bring their visions into the world. And I wanted to do it for more people than just mm -hmm. one. <laughs> and yeah, so when my husband changed jobs and we left North Carolina, it just seemed like that was the time for me to step out on my own. So I created something called the Big Bold Begin It Project. And my idea was that I would work with people in their 40s and 50s and 60s who had had a dream earlier in life that they'd put on hold, and I would help them get it started. What I found is that if people had shelved their goal, their dream, mm -hmm. it was pretty much going to stay there. I, oh, I was not finding people who were going, oh, yes, please. <laughs> right. Let me go back and, and, and re re visit that dream. So I had to, I've had to spend, I had to spend a couple of years figuring out really what was my message that people were going to respond to. One day I stood up in a conference full of 300 people and said, you know, I want to take people to learn to surf and then come home and coach them around, you know, what they learn about surfing mm -hmm, can be mm -hmm you know, surfing your edge in other parts of your life. So that's what I want to do. And I want to do it because I'm terrified of open water. So I'm going to go be scared and we'll take a bunch of people and we'll all be scared together. We'll try this thing and then we'll go home and use those skills in other parts of our lives. Oh, I love and it. People just went nuts. And I was like, okay, I found my message. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't articulate it very clearly there, but here just now. No, but, no, you um, did. Take my word for it. You did. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, wow. The audience, the audience really responded to that. And I had mm -hmm. women coming up to me afterwards going, you know, my boyfriend surfs or my husband surfs, but I don't want to learn to surf with them. I want to learn to surf with you. Mm -hmm. And so that's really how the surfing your edge experience started. It was a before COVID, it was a week-long learn-to-surf retreat in Panama mm -hmm. that had a six-month coaching package on the back end. So you could come home and because that was the other thing that I that I recognized is that, and you will get this, Wendy, <laughs> as a world traveler, we go on, I have been on so many life-changing adventures, right? Right. But then you come home and your life doesn't really change. Because you have to do the work when you get home. You don't just go and live the great thing and suddenly come home a different person. <laughs> so that's why I wanted the six-month package on the back end. So we could yes. go have the life-changing experience and then come home and actually change our lives. You saw the animation in my face just now. No one, our listeners can't, but I cannot agree with you more. And it's interesting. A number of years ago, I read the book 
and that something to the effect, and then there's laundry. Mm. You go and you experience, and I wish I remember, I'll have to get you the author's name, but it's really, but it's that whole thing. It's like you go and you have this, like, I'm just back now from a vacation. And then it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, what's next? But the, the premise of the book is you have these life altering experience and then you go home and you return to normal. Mm -hmm. And I love what you're saying about, okay, you can return to normal, but you still have work to do. Or this is when the work begins. Wow. Mm -hmm. I love that. It must be so, because it's so opening. It's outside your comfort zone. It's yes. So anyway, I completely understand. So that's fabulous. Thank you. Yeah. And now that COVID is over for all intents and purposes, and you're back to, you'll be back to Panama again. Yeah. We're going to go back for the first time next year. I've had quite a bit of interest. I'm kind of actually hoping that I can do a couple of them. It'd be Fabulous. really wonderful to do one for current clients and one mm -hmm. for people who, you know, have never worked with me, but want to go learn to surf. So yeah. I'd really love to do a couple and just see if I can fill those. That would be thrilling. <laughs> oh, I think that would be just amazing. You will be sending me information because I'm done. Absolutely. Will. So, you know, the, the question I always think of the follow-up question is, were you an instant success? I think you've already <laughs> mentioned that. How does it, I mean, I guess, how does it feel the sort of the evolution of the development of, of, you know, this is this, I, and you could stop me if I'm wrong, but you, this is your purpose. This is your mission yeah, and to find absolutely. that. Yeah. The funny thing was I had, you know, I'd had the idea for the, the way it all started was that in 1998, I did a cross-country bike trip for the American Lung Association. There were just over 700 of us that cycled from the Seattle, uh, from Seattle, Washington to Washington, D.C. Wow. And <laughs> so that was 1998. And in 2018, I was on, you know, the 20th anniversary of that. And I wanted to celebrate in some way, but I couldn't jump on a bike for six weeks and do that again. So I was trying to figure out what to do and I wanted it to be scary and out there. Mm -hmm. So I came up with the surfing thing. It's and I said, so anyway, that's where I came, where it where it all came from was I wanted to do something to to commemorate this bike trip. And I had a friend, a coworker at the time, who a colleague who sent me this, you know, thing to help me write my sales page for mm -hmm. the trip. And I'm sitting on my living room floor, writing longhand in a notebook, you know, my sales page. And I had this huge aha that when I finished that cross-country bike trip, that was a life-changing experience. I went on that trip for a reason. I wanted the universe to tell me where I fit in the world mm -hmm. and expected to get, you know, oh, you have these skills. Do you go get a job here? Mm -hmm. And I didn't get that answer. So when I came off that bike ride, I was very depressed for about mm -hmm. two solid years and I was looking for help, right? It's like, I'd just done this amazing thing. I knew who I could be, right? but I couldn't figure out how to plug it in, in the real world. So I'm sitting on the floor 20 years later, writing this sales page. And I went, oh my God, I just created the program that I needed 20 years ago. Wow. 
Wow. It took me 20 years to get there, but I was finally able to create the thing that says, <laughs> this is how you find your place in the world. This is how you, you know, live your purpose and, and be fully you. And, and that's what it's all about. And, and I just, it was mind blowing to find 20 years later <laughs> to have the thing that I needed. Well, and the beauty now is that you work with your clients and they don't have to wait 20 years. Right. And, yeah. and they, you know, and having that, that's really incredible. Yeah. I'm sure glad that you came out of that. And that's, that's not an easy, that's really not an easy thing. So kudos, kudos to, wow. I did not know that. So that's, <laughs> that's really, oh my. So the instant success wasn't really there. Yeah. No. Uh, no, 2020, I was really thinking was going to be my success year, right? Because I did the first Amen. retreat in 2018. Right. We kind of tested the thing and I went, oh, okay, I've got here. We've got it. In right. 2019, we went back and we tweaked some things and that was perfect. It was like, because I added in some Latin dancing and I added in some outdoor yoga oh. and it was just fabulous. And we do whale watching and dolphin, you know, watching and surf lessons and it's fabulous. So anyway, I was like 2019, we've got it dialed in 2020. We are going to go for it big time. We're going to take 16 women, which will be two boats, you know, and it's going to be perfect. And then <laughs> March of 2020, I went, oh, <laughs> that's not happening. And really lost my confidence as a coach oh. because I had felt for two years, like it was the surfing piece that really got people's attention. So then it's like, well, if we're not surfing, how am I setting myself apart from all of the other coaches out there? How am I going to get attention? So I did one-on-one -on -one coaching mm -hmm. since then. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time I've actually, I'm putting together a new, a new group program starting in January that doesn't include the surf piece because not everyone is willing and able to travel or, you know, so it's a new, I finally came up with my own <laughs> surfing. It's not, it's not surfing related, my own uh, coaching group coaching thing again, but it took that long for me to like figure out what do I have to offer that sets me apart that's not surfing related. Hmm. Oh, so many things are going through my mind right now. How do you feel about your confidence now? It's really good. I used okay. the time, the, I used COVID to really become a better coach. I learned new coaching skills. I became the a positive intelligence coach. Now, so when you go through my programs, you get that as part of, it's a seven week program to help you start dealing with those self-doubts and those negative voices in your head saying, who do you think you are to try this? And who do you think, you know, what makes you think you can do that? So it's a program to really start helping people deal with all of those negative voices that mm -hmm. keep us stuck. And so I really feel like I'm a better coach now and I'm super excited about this program, but it, it took a long time. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I think you and I are very similar. I get an idea, it percolates, it, it sort of swims around and it takes, when it finally comes out, I'm happy. It's fabulous, but it takes, yeah, it takes that time. It's fabulous. And I think, you know, I, I look at COVID as being a horrible, horrible couple of years, but 
the ability, if you can channel things, especially with learning, there is growth after trauma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what? You actually did something else too, didn't you? Hmm. You up and relocated. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. That was an exciting thing that came out of nowhere. (laughs) So, yeah, it's like, I I, how did you, because you were living closer to Washington. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were living in Alexandria, Virginia, about seven miles from, you know, the city line for DC. Right. And we'd been there for almost seven years and had been in the same building. We'd moved apartments in the same building over Mm -hmm. those seven years. But COVID really made, (laughs) COVID was really hard in high density, you know, 25 story apartment complexes with one on every corner. You know, there were just people everywhere and only four elevators and the mask thing, the no mask thing, you know, it just, it was really hard for all of that. So that just kind of, we were living in 700 square feet, which is pretty small apartment. And, right. you know, I, it was fine until COVID. And then it was yeah. like, I didn't have a balcony. I couldn't go outside except for to, you know, to walk around on the sidewalk and sit on a, a park bench or whatever. And my husband and I are both kind of nomads. We, mm. we spent a couple of years here and then we want to spend a couple of years there and we like cool. to move we like change. So we were getting a little antsy anyway. And we'd been wait, watching them build. I love it. I love it. I love dogs barking. (laughs) And I bet he's saying, you know what? I'm happier now and not in an apartment. (laughs) You know, he actually loved the apartment because he he got to have so many friends. Every time we went to the lobby, people were loving him. There would be other dogs. Okay. So he's actually quite lonely. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. Plus he didn't know how to walk upstairs or downstairs when he got here because for four years he'd lived without stairs and we'd taken him on outdoor stairs, but indoor stairs apparently are a completely different thing for him. So yeah, he's had to learn a lot. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, so we had been looking for, we'd been watching them build another apartment building, not too far from where we were. And we were looking forward to it because it was going to have dog parks like in you know like within the complex there were gonna be three dog parks Uh and all this stuff there was gonna be a TEDx style stage and you know co-working spaces and all this really great stuff and so we were all excited we watched it go up and then we went and took a virtual tour Mm -hmm. and realized that they had spent all of their resources on building the common spaces and that the apartments themselves were an afterthought. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) Very expensive and Uh no, nothing, nothing worth paying for. Right. We were like, okay, we're not moving there, (laughs) especially during COVID because we don't need the, the co the co-mingling spaces. So we took, we hadn't been anywhere in a year or two, a year. So we took a drive one day to Southern Maryland Mm -hmm. where my husband had gone to college and went to a little beach down there. And on the way, we found an Indian restaurant in this little town called California (laughs) and bought, you know, got ourselves Indian food for lunch and then realized there was a park, you know, about a mile and a half away. So we went to that little park to eat and my husband looked down the... (laughs) 
down the beach and realized there was a bigger sandier beach. So we did a little half mile walk down to this sandy beach on the river. It was the Patuxent River. And my dog just flopped down on the sand and said, this is it. I am home. (laughs) So Hans, my husband and the dog fell in love with this little beach (laughs) and they wanted to stay there. And I'm like, no, we have a plan. We're going (laughs) to the other beach, you know, further down. We're we're packing up. We're moving because I want to see the actual bay, Chesapeake Bay. So we went and did that. And on the way back, my husband's like, well, what ha- would happen if we bought a little piece of land and put a, you know, a tiny house on it and we could spend the weekends over here? And we talked about it. And I'm like, yeah. And Walt and I, because we don't have, you know, I can work anywhere. Right. Walt and I could spend a couple of weeks here and, you know, you could come on the weekends and, you know, we could have a little bit of, and so it worked out so that he was, by the time we were done with this little, what if scenario, I was living full time in the tiny house in Southern Maryland, and he had rented a tiny little studio apartment in Alexandria. Oh, wow. Gonna, that, you know, that's what we were going to try to make right, happen. Right. So the next morning, we both got up without talking about it, and we both did a little real estate search. Didn't really find any land. And he actually went a little farther than I did and realized that it's very hard to put a tiny house on land in this area anyway. They have all of these crazy rules about tiny houses. So we <laughs> I did I actually didn't know that. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I think it's you can it's easier to have a house with wheels than it is to have a tiny house. That is oh. Yeah. Well, so everyone anyway, has a few idiosyncrasies. Anyway. It does. Yeah. But everybody so, does. Yeah. So, but now so now you're you're both you're in a house now. And you're we both, are. Yeah. And because oh, we sorry. both found the same, we both found the same townhouse that actually came on. Wait, we found the same. Okay. We had driven by, <laughs> we had driven by this set of townhouses on the way to the, the park where we were going to have lunch. And it's, you know, it, it gave the price, the bottom price. And we both laughed and said, that's ridiculous. Who would spend that kind of money to live in the middle of nowhere? But anyway, so we saw, we saw those townhouses during our property search. And so the next day we're like, well, let's just go do a tour anyway. So on Friday, we went, we, we went to the beach on Wednesday. On Friday, we actually, Hans scheduled a walkthrough for this townhouse that had just mm-hmm. come on the market that day. Oh, wow. That's great. <laughs> there were two. And by the end of Friday, the other one had already been snapped up. Mm-hmm. So Saturday morning, we raced over here, stepped into this, this townhouse, a three-story townhouse. And, you know, we're going from a 700 square foot apartment. So we walked up to the living room, the <laughs> living floor, which is the second floor. And it's this giant open space with a kitchen in the back. And oh. we just went <gasps> and walked out. And my husband's like, we're going to get this house. <laughs> and we hadn't, we hadn't ever talked about, we had actually done the 700 square foot apartment so that we could eventually get ourselves into a tiny house. Mm-hmm. We never thought we would be going back up into, <laughs> you know, a story house. So that was Saturday morning. We came home Saturday afternoon and he made a call to ask for loan assistance from a family member. 
and that didn't happen. So on Monday, I called someone and asked for loan assistance and that didn't happen. But Hans kept playing with the money, kept playing with the numbers until he figured out how we could do it. And within six weeks, we had purchased this house and moved 90 minutes away from where we were living and had figured out that Hans could keep his job and commute three days a week and work from home two days a week. And we're living in a place we never thought we'd live in a <laughs> house we never thought we'd get. And <laughs> Oh, that's fabulous. I know. I was like, wait a second. You, you were neighbors now? <laughs> yeah. Thought, and yeah. nobody's ever heard. Nobody's ever heard of California, Maryland. They all think no. it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's very funny. And it's right next, just for a little more humor. It's right next to Hollywood, Maryland. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. But in terms of that's really, that's interesting. So for, for you who has taken time to really thoughtful and, and very precise in how you've moved along, this is a change. It was, it was funny. I think we just needed an adventure, you know, and this was it. This was the adventure. So and we're still happy about it. We haven't regretted it at all. Even That's though my cool. husband now has to, you know, work three days a week and, and drive. He had been walking to work. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that that is the hard part. But aside from that, we have loved every minute of it. Well, and it gives you well, actually, I mean, Alexandria does a l- offer, but it is more well, it's suburban, if not mm-hmm. urban in and of itself. And this mm-hmm. is as rural as you get. It's pretty rural. Yeah. 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 Cause actually, like, and now I'm committing and actually we were, we will commit that maybe not during the winter, but in the spring, we will go kayaking together mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. do videos from the kayak awesome. <laughs> from kayak kayaks. Yeah. Cause you kayak. I haven't. I've oh. only been out once. Okay. We will, we will be doing this as soon as the weather gets warmer. So definitely. So definitely stay tuned. (laughs) So yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah. So you've had, you've had a number of really intriguing pivots and do you feel like the move has, what has that done just in terms of maybe this is a leading question probably is, but you know, in terms of your creativity, in terms of flow, in terms of, you know, how you, how you feel about what you're doing. Fabulous question. (laughs) Because basically we moved into the house and I, and my first thought was, I can think bigger thoughts here. Wow. Oh my God. You know, it's like, I've got space. I can think bigger thoughts and I just, I feel so much freer. And I just felt from the minute I got here, just more connected to nature again, which I really had have missed. Mm-hmm. There's this gigantic flock of starlings that comes down for the winter. They show up in about mid, they're starting to show up now, but just in small drips and drabs. But, you know, they, they come and in December, it'll take 15 minutes for them to cross over my house and they're deer and coyotes and birds and egrets and we're half a mile from the beach that my husband Mm -hmm. and dog fell in love with so we get to walk down there and it's just amazing and I this whole area is former Piscataway Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. uh, 
and I just feel like so blessed to be here. I just feel like there's so much rich history here. And I just feel like there's energy and spirits all around me. And I just, I love it. I love it. I just, I want to take really good care of this place. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I love it. Yeah. It, there's, there's definitely an energy here. And I love that you're able to, I, I okay. I'm still stuck on, I think bigger thoughts. I think that is so incredible. That is so incredible. But has this any of this been at all scary for you? I've had five different questions in my head and I'm like, which one do I want to pull from first? So we'll go with this one. <laughs> I don't think it was scary. I I don't think so. My husband and I, like I said, we're adventurers and we like wonderful. We like to shake things up every now and then. And this one was just one of those surprises that surprised mm -hmm. us both. And and it's so great when you can like fall in love with something together. It's like yes. not one of us yeah. fell in love with it and wanted to do it and had to talk the other one into it. We both were like, yes, this is the thing. Let's do it now. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you, you think it'll move in anytime soon? <laughs> no. no, I don't think we are. We, we want to move toward a nomadic lifestyle sure. where both of us can be working from anywhere, but we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know the older I get, I want. I want to have, I need grounding. I do need mm -hmm. that. But at the same time, I need the flexibility. I want flexibility. So it's almost like this would be a great staging ground mm -hmm. to be able to possibly flit away for a while mm -hmm. <laughs> and then come back and then flit away. Mm -hmm. for a while. Did your husband go to St. Mary's college? He did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And actually, so that I took my, this is totally an aside, but I took my, um, my daughter there to, to do the tour and they did, they talked about the Piscataway Indians and I had mm -hmm. forgotten that that was the indigenous tribe here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And they actually had this wonderful statement. I don't know. You probably, you may have heard it about, you know, they were res respecting, respecting the land. And also the, that a lot of this, this land was built on, um, slaves as well yeah if you go down to the college now they've got a whole yep exactly uh, exhibit. Yeah. yeah 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 it's uh and it, there's so much opportunity to here to not only take the energy from the land but also to give back and respect to pay respects and mm -hmm. anyway that's uh, you and i will have to go to the indeed in place which is bollywood uh, which I'm surprised we've never bumped into each other there <laughs> um, and talk about that further. But yeah, this is, and it's so wonderful to be able to have the opportunities to really lean into nature, which is mm -hmm. fantastic. I wish, I wish that everyone had that opportunity and have being close. Yeah. Being close to the water is pretty phenomenal too. If I do say so myself. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's it's not many people who actually it's adventurous, but it's also a little brave, don't you think? Well, that's why I call myself the surfing your edge coach, right? See, <laughs> if I'm not exactly. doing it, then I can't expect anyone else to. Yeah, wow, Ex fat, fantastic, and you you live, you are your brand. That's I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Yeah, I reached out recently to ask some people. Because, you know, when you do this social media stuff and you 
talk about who you are and what you do. You don't know what people are, what message people are actually receiving. Right. So the other day I was encouraged to reach out to a couple of people and just say, Hey, you've been around Mia for a while. What do you think I do? Oh, <laughs> and I got back some incredible responses and people really do seem to know who I am and what mm -hmm. I do. And they were, and it was just, it, it made me cry. I was just like, you, oh, it was such a gift. Yeah. To know that people see me and, and to hear what they think of me was just like, oh, wow, thank you. Well, <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> Social media is such an interesting, well, anyway, we all know, such an interesting thing. You know, you love it, you hate it, whatever. But you definitely have, well, you are a gifted writer. I, you know, there's no question. And, oh, did I hear a little bird tell me that there's another pivot coming down the road about the same time that we bought the house last year <laughs> i was watching the movie the man who invented christmas about charles dickens <laughs> and essentially he was in dire financial straits and needed a new book and no one was willing to give him an advance for a new book so he wrote and self-published a christmas carol in six weeks in 1843 in the stores by December 19th and sold out by December 24th. And I thought the first time I watched it, I just thought it was a great story. And then and somehow I watched it again and went, I could do that. <laughs> I love it. So this year, this year I created something I'm calling the Dickens challenge. And starting November 1st, I started writing a novel and I thought I was going to be writing a different novel. I spent, you know, about six weeks thinking about another novel and then realized it was going to take too much to write that in six weeks. So with two days to, to go, I came up with another idea and started writing on November 1st. And I have a couple of friends who are doing this with me and we're all going to publish and have a, a launch book launch party on December 19th. Oh my so, gosh, that's so fantastic. We've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so cool. And you'll you'll just self-publish. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Amazon makes that so easy now. It is. It is very easy. That is so I think you need to add also the hat that you are definitely a Renaissance woman. Oh <laughs> yeah. thank you. Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. Something also tells me that you'll possibly wake up with some other new idea too. May take a little bit to percolate, but then it'll be an amazing contribution. Thank hmm. you. My okay. husband used to say to me, he's gotten tired of saying it, but he used to say to me, I've never heard you say you want to do that before. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's just like, just he's, he just goes with it and and I and now I can say honey it's part of my brand <laughs> I go off and do the crazy thing that makes me happy in hopes that other people will go off and do the crazy thing that makes them happy well you know the beauty is and and it's it's the beauty and it's also almost the burden is you lead by example right which is another thing that I take really seriously mm -hmm. I I feel it's a responsibility of mine to do things honestly and in public so that when I fail, when my book doesn't get published by December 19th, you know, it's like, okay, it didn't work, but here's what I learned, you know, and here's why it was valuable. So I, I really think that learning in public and 
Making mistakes in public, especially as a woman, is super important because we just, so much of what we, what we see on TV and in magazines and online looks like everybody's leading a perfect life. And it's just, I think, super important for us to be honest and say, no, <laughs> and, you know, like you said earlier, was I an overnight success? No. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to talk to you about why and how that felt and what it was like and and just really make it clear that you know success isn't a straight upward line it's a murky up and down and up and down and around in circles and sitting in your your head too long kind of thing you know what that you you speak such truth you speak such truth and it's not always easy especially for women mm-hmm I agree. So, you know, we, we're, we're wired a bit differently where, you know, men, you know, it's funny. I just went on Richard Branson's cruise ship and he mm-hmm. has a lot of failures under his belt, but no one ever really thinks about that. You know, he's, but, and I re- I love what you said about learning in public because I mean, I'm a lifelong learner and there's no question you, I would guess that you were also a lifelong learner. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and to be able to do that because the, and also to say it's actually learning because if there's a hiccup or a blip, you learn from it and you keep going. Mm-hmm. And these are skills that I wish, I wish they taught my, us much younger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I, in school, I had one professor, one teacher who, when I was in high school, one teacher who encouraged me to speak up in class because Mm -hmm. he needed more strong female voices. And Mm -hmm. what I learned in his class was that boys would say whatever came to their minds just because they wanted to hear themselves talk, Mm -hmm. but girls would wait until they knew what they thought to Mm -hmm. speak. Mm -hmm. And it just continues forward from there, right? We don't make mistakes in public. We don't, we don't we do things we don't do things until we think we know how mm-hmm. <laughs> and we yes exactly here to there exactly so learning learning the whole you know failing forward was a really important phrase for me when I first started thinking about building a business and another one just went through my head that I've lost oh if you if you feel ready you've waited too long oh Yes. You know, and it's yes. just so true. And, yes. and yet, and that's the other thing in those 20 years between when I did the bike ride and I started the surfing thing, I spent 10 years wanting to start a business and just not wanting to make any mistakes, not wanting to spend money. I didn't have to make to spend, not wanting to, I, I just didn't, I thought I, as a smart woman, I thought I should be able to map out the perfect, mm. you know, I, I'm here. I want to be there. Mm. I can, this is how you do it, right? We, we make a plan and we work the plan and it just, it, when it's your life, it doesn't work that way. No. <laughs> and no. so I've, I've really had to learn that it's, you take a step, you look around, you take another step, you look around and you just have to go. You can't, you can't, it's like having, it's, I guess, who does this? Is it Mike, du- Mike Dooley does this thing about GPS where if you, you know, you put in your destination mm-hmm. and where you're starting from. But then if you take, if you go off and do something that your GPS isn't expecting, it will reroute you, Yes, but it can't reroute you if you're not moving. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I hadn't realized, but that is, that is very true. 
That is very true. The incredibly, incredibly sage, sage advice in a time where, you know, I think that a lot of female entrepreneurs right now, we, we are on hopefully the cusp of what will be greatness for more of us. We are still pioneers in a lot of ways. And the ability to speak your truth is so, it's still hard. It's still hard, but wow, it's so exciting. And well, I can't wait December 19th to hear about whether it's published or not. You might let us know what it's about on December 19th. That could be it. (laughs) Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah. So you have so much coming up that is just really amazing. I'm, I'm excited to continue to follow and hopefully come along to Panama. One of the things we like to do is what we call, and I keep tapping my phone because I'm blind as a bat and I'm like, I have to have everything in really big. It's crazy. Anyway, what we call rapid fire. So I will ask a question and whatever pops into your head, it could be anything. So the first thing is, what is one system you can't live without? Alexa. Oh, now she's going to answer me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, she's a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, I I use her as my timer. I work in Pomodoro's 25 minutes. Ask her to set a timer for me. Mm Mm-hmm. That's definitely, that for me was a game changer. Just that I, I, I'll admit I stretch it and I don't Mm -hmm. need exactly 25 minutes anymore, but Mm -hmm. that was an absolute game changer for me. What gets you out of bed in the morning? Now it's writing my novel because I write between 5.30 and 7.30 in the morning. But in general, I love to, I get out of bed if I've got an exciting project that I'm working on that, you know, anything that that's pulling me forward. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Love that. What do you love about being an entrepreneur? Being able to work on my new deck. (laughs) (laughs) I spent the whole summer basically working out on my deck. They don't tell you with the laptop lifestyle that laptops get hot and overheat. So when the sun hit me, I would have to actually go inside, but being able to (laughs) be outside and working on my deck with my dog beside me, that is success for me. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Define purpose. This one took me a long time. I thought I was supposed to be something specific. And what I've really come to realize is that your purpose is you being as fully you as you can be every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. You know, it's, it's, it, it's been so wonderful to get to know you better. And to share you with our audience, which I'm very excited about, but thank you so much. You have wonderful gifts and a wonderful story that everyone should know about. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to our listeners, we will see you again next week. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. Only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about our upcoming masterminding opportunities on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media. 
Hey, see you next week. Bye. Bye.